Um, so we go back to David and he's again, you know, just bursting uh, with his kind of newfound power to uh, Keith. He's, you know, he's out and, you know, he's everybody else is an idiot, you know, whereas, you know, a couple of days ago he was pretty much, you know, scared as well. So it's quite a change in personality. You know, mm-hmm. he didn't before he just he didn't want to tell anybody that he was gay and now he's like just ramming gay rights down people's throat left and right. It's just it's That's good. It's That's crazy. a good expression, by the way. I like it's I like your case words. <laughs> Move. Ram my gay rights on your throat. Um but I have a question. What the hell is cracker bread? What? What? Oh, I didn't catch that. What's that Behind from? David there was like a rack of you know, loaves of bread, like French bread kind of thing. And- <laughs> okay, this has to be our most um, distracted <laughs> podcast ever. Well, I noticed it, and it said on the side of it, cracker bread. And I was uh-huh. sitting there the whole time trying to figure out what behind- behind David. It was, was behind David. Communion? Well, I don't know. I, it I was like a French were lo- bread loaf, a long yeah. loaf. Yeah. Well, Alan Ball did say something about that in the commentary. How really? it was a commentary on like white black uh, re- re- relations, and the long French bread was like the the length of a giant penis. Yeah, <laughs> something to do with gay. Re- no, I'm totally liar. making this up. Totally I am a total liar. So he so it's like gay crackers by calling them crackers. He's calling them a cracker. That's messed up. I have no idea why that was. <laughs> oh, God. Well, you know, I've heard of, like, pretzel bread, but I've never heard of uh, cracker bread. I'm going to look that so, shit up. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys keep talking. I'm going to look it up. Me, me okay. too. Okay, oh, great, great. I, I love when we look up facts in the podcast. Here, Robin, let's continue. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, great. Well, uh, Keith is glad that they're still friends, and Mark is looking on from outside, and uh, yeah, Alibal says that David gets humiliated a lot because it humanizes him and makes him makes us love him more, and that he actually idealizes Keith, but doesn't really know him that well yet. Okay. Does so, he? Dun, dun. Gabby. So uh, wait, <laughs> Cracker Bread is a crisp textured flatbread that is typically thin and small in size often formed into a round square or rectangular shape but it was in like a french bread loaf package so so he gets his doctor stats wrong and his bread stats i mean this guy this guy needs better research elves gosh there are people that can do that for you (laughs) there are yes (laughs) So back at the party, Nathaniel's chatting with Claire, and then he he actually says he likes Gabe. Um, And Alan Paul says that uh, dead Nathaniel actually has a different relationship with each of the Fishers, if you notice. And he's a smartass with all of them, but he's also a picture of all their insecurities. And Nobody likes Gabe, except for Claire. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So Gabe comes in, he's still buzzing from the holdup. Echo. Um, <laughs> and he hugs Claire. Echo. <laughs> Moo. 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 Right. 
All right, so Gabe comes in. He's still buzzing from the holdup, and, and then he hugs Claire just a little too long, and we see that Claire is sensing something is up. No. Mm. <laughs> she can smell cow on him. <laughs> <laughs> Smells like beef. You smell like beer cow. Um, <laughs> so Tracy kind of comes in at the wrong time here. Um Nate offers to drop $100 in the clot on the casket, but she's not satisfied. And then he calls her out on not signing a contract, so she doesn't have to pay, and mm-hmm. she's not happy. See, it was okay when Nate did it, because it's his damn company. Mm, that's right. <laughs> Alan Ball says he loves when Nate gets pissed off. Actually, he loves when all of them get pissed off, because they're these characters are repressed people, and when they explode, it's usually awkward and silly. Yes, moo. <laughs> <laughs> does... All right. Um. <laughs> I like when I like when Nate explodes too, because he's usually <laughs> so easygoing and um, you know laid yeah. back. So wow. when, he, when he gets all <laughs> cranky, it's it's nice. So when he's not being a scruffy hippie, you like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm not big on on hippies either, but you know, he doesn't. So Claire's having another dream of Nathaniel filming her coming down the stairs and she's got a pretty dress on and and she's She, she looked like a small child the way her hair was fixed and her dress mm-hmm. she was wearing. She actually accuses him of trying to get his way. I like that line. I wrote that yeah. one down. He's Clarence. Yeah. No, Cla- Clarence, yeah, Clarence. From- yeah. <laughs> At first I thought she was talking about something totally different and inappropriate. Ew. But okay. Then, but then I, I don't. Got... I don't want to know. No. <laughs> uh, I cannot wait to hear the next nonsense cast where you're super serious. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so uh, Nathaniel says that Gabe will be headed towards my neck of the woods soon, mm-hmm. and uh, she wakes up yeah. next to Gabe at Parker's, and uh, she's looking a little worried. I hope that was the real Nathaniel and not just a product of her subconscious. Because I think Gabe needs to die. Wow. <laughs> wow. It was, that's some bold words, right? <laughs> She's bloodthirsty today. I am. She, she really is like a pirate. <laughs> Next scene, Nate is running really hard um, all the way to uh, down the road, and then he just comes to a stop, and nothing's happened. Nothing, nothing actually happens. Um, why? Why did he have a shirt on? <laughs> I, do, Your biggest I problem. did not understand that at all. I was completely confused. A shirt with really poor fake sweat, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they say that, Alan Ball says that running running to him is proving to himself that he's immortal. So um, That doesn't prove you're immortal. That just proves that your legs work. <laughs> or you're being chased. <laughs> yes. <laughs> By demons. <laughs> I don't know. Or death. <laughs> Moo. Or, or beer cow. Or your ghost dad. <laughs> <laughs> ghost dad. Ghost dad's after me. <laughs> Run for your lives. <laughs> oh, man. No, obviously he's running... The whole immortal thing is because, you know, he was told not to run. Robin, we, we get it. No, no it's okay. Yeah, I know, but Wait, I feel I need to say this. So we, we don't need so, exposition. Not, we get yeah, it. Of anybody. No, sorry. You're going to have to explain it to me. You're going to have to explain it to me. Who told him not to run? Did the doctor tell the him? The doctor. 
called him Jerry. Not I, miss, had his... I miss that completely. You weren't paying attention. There's, there's, well, I wasn't. You know... Patients never listen to us. <laughs> yeah. Nate said he runs three miles a day. The doctor said, don't run until we do more tests. Thank so you. So we ran. Did not, did not yeah. hear that. So he was being rebellious. He was thumbing yeah. his nose in the face of the Grim Reaper. Well, you yeah. know, doctors, they don't always know best. That's true. Unless yeah, you know, well, when I watched this, when I watched the scene for the first time, I was like, "Oh man, he's gonna collapse!" Oh man, like oh, he just got, you know, the doctor just talked to him, and he's gonna go back at the hospital again. And he's gonna be in more trouble. De- Des watches this scene for the first time. Why is he not wearing a shirt? Actually, I thought he. Was <laughs> or why is he like, wearing a shirt? Excuse I thought me. he was gonna run into the street. You know what I mean? I <laughs> just really running didn't. in front of a yeah, bus or something, running. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I knew he wouldn't, but I still had that feeling. You know. All right. Well, we're getting to right now to a scene that I couldn't wait to discuss with the both of you, or all three of you, rather. (laughs) This is Ruth showing up at the flower shop before church. Oh, yeah. uh, Nikolai is sobered up from an all-nighter, it looks like. And uh, he keeps kind of prodding her about Hiram and says that she needs a good lover. (laughs) She's scared of her own heart. And uh, you need a man who sees your beauty. <laughs> he was so romantic. Oh, ew. And he says, "I hopes that he hopes that Hiram is the right choice." And uh, he okay. Wait, that's right- the line that got me. That was the one that's, where he actually wished her well. That's the one that got her too. Yep. Yeah. If he cares enough about her to hope she's happy with someone else, then apparently he cares about her a lot. Yep. Yeah. And you see the look on his face. You know, at first he's just like disappointed and upset. But then you see just the the fact that he, he has this look on his face like he's totally lost her and he's really – his heart is right out there. And uh, boom. Oh, <laughs> Let's get it down. And you know what? I forgot. I forgot that the last episode I uh, – his echo was in there. <sighs> that I predicted or I wanted to see Nikolai and Ruth get together and it happened. So I'm Yay. happy. I was glad to hear you make that prediction. I forget what the other predictions were, but I don't know. that was definitely one that stuck out for me when I was watching this. I was like, oh yeah, they totally caught this. I bet he's good too. He's very <laughs> yeah. passionate. He is. He's very passionate. Hiram's just kind of bland. I bet Hiram's not very good in bed. Oh. Well, then again, he likes to have Ruth touch herself, so that's not very bland. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of kinky. I wouldn't go that far. It's not kinky. No, it's no. Let's kinky. not be silly. No. Why don't, please not. masturbate for me. That's not kinky. Robin, that's not kinky. No. Kind of bland. Oh, Robin's so I, sheltered. I am. Robin's <laughs> vanilla uh, yeah. sex guy. Yeah. We'll just enlighten Well, we here in Vermont, we reproduce by dry humping, so uh, <laughs> we're way behind the times. <laughs> Um, Izzy is a small miracle. Um, so we're back to the church, and David gives his eulogy, and he and Alan Ball said here he's not a religious person. He had no idea what David was going to say, and he actually opened up a copy of the the Bible that he has, and he immediately saw the words "Let me never be ashamed," and you know he was just like, "That's it, right there." So, um, so I have a yeah. question about the scene. Go ahead. Okay. So he's reading, he reads the little passage, and then he starts talking, and then mm-hmm. everybody applauds, and then he was imagining 
apparently. How much of that was he imagining? Was he just imagining the applause? I mean, he actually went out and said everything, right? Yeah, my impression was it was just the applause he imagined. Okay, that's what I wanted to make sure, because I'm like, well, maybe he imagined that he said all that stuff and he just read the passage. Because when Keith and and Eddie congratulate him afterward, that's why I assumed he had said all the other stuff. Okay, that's what I was thinking. I was confused too because yeah. after the yeah because after the clapping stopped and it was completely silent and he was standing there I was like wait a minute was all that just did that not happen and then it wasn't until Keith and he started talking and I was like oh yeah I went so. through the exact same reasoning as you guys yeah didn't he say mm-hmm. something though after after the applause died or there wasn't any applause or he said something like you know I had to get that on my chest or something no he said no he just said God be with you or something oh just God be with you okay or God be with you all yeah it was was a bit bit nebulous anyway so yeah we have another great Mm -hmm. scene of David throwing the cue cards essentially (laughs) I love when we get I love those scenes in any movie or TV it's just so it's like one of those cliches that are just like yeah get them very cliche (laughs) I don't need to read I have all my feelings. I'm just going to just put my heart out there. So, yeah, he says he shouldn't have been ashamed. He should have had faith in God's love. And how can he spread God's love if he denies it for himself? Um, And then he has a seat and we see the great (laughs) stained glass window. Best stained glass window ever. (laughs) So uh, that is actually a stained glass window in the church that they filmed in. And uh, he says, Ellen Ball said that they haven't been back to film ever since, but it had nothing to do with making a joke out of that window. But he said he saw it and he just was like, yes. I've (laughs) seen it before, like um, online, you know, people making jokes about it mm-hmm. so I knew it was real but I didn't realize it was really in that <laughs> church that's yeah, so awesome. funny I wonder if it's in lots of churches or something mm. you know <laughs> they reuse stained glass windows the designs and everything yeah. um, so David exits the church happily and really it doesn't look like anybody's kind of like coming up and like patting him on the back or anything uh, but he does see Mark uh, for the last time, and Mark actually says thank you. And Mark looks whole again. Mm-hmm. Which is... Goodbye, Mark. So it's just a nice scene. I like yeah. that. Bye, ghost <laughs> Mark. <laughs> and uh, Keith and Eddie come out, and they congratulate him and in- invite him out to like dinner and a movie, essentially. And uh, um, he turns it down. I don't know. It's, you know. No thanks. I'd rather not to hang out with my ex-boyfriend and his, you know. Well, we've already established earlier in the series that he's not into threesomes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, and uh, you know, Eddie walks off, and Keith pretty much just tells him not to be a stranger, and he walks off. And uh, yeah. So. Uh, yeah. What do you think? Do you think Ooh. David's gonna? David's gonna be a stranger, or do you think? Uh, no, think that's not the last to Keith. Okay, so uh, <laughs> the next scene, uh, Nikolai and Ruth are pulling themselves together. Uh-huh. And it says it's going to get a big breakfast. Because <laughs> that's, you know, come on. Nothing good, nothing better than like a nice big meal after sex. I'm sorry. He burned a lot of calories. Yeah. <laughs> and a cigarette. Oh, I missed this. Yeah, cigarette. Um, and. It's great because, uh, yeah, he, he, he gets worried because he asked her if she's happy and she says that she is, um, she's, but she's going to be his friend and his lover, but she'll never be his wife. So I like the way Ruth um, 
looked so confident in that scene mm-hmm. and uh and in control mm-hmm. uh, maybe for the first time in her life i I really enjoyed that so uh Mirandez, are you guys fully on the Nikolai train now? Is this yes, he needs to be here forever? Not forever, necessarily. No, I think he's no. a good stepping stone on her way to her growth, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah, know if it's I, for, I don't know if it's forever. We'll see. I like them together. I think they're adorable. Yeah. Uh, he's mm-hmm. well, you know, I don't know. I think uh I like Nikolai. He's very fun and passionate. He's very passionate, but that can have its downsides too, so I'm not sure whether that's gonna make her crazy and she'll get fed up with him. I, I don't know, but I think it's neat for now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, can't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, the next scene. Uh, Aunt, it's Aunt Lillian's wake. And uh, <laughs> David just found out about the accident and he asks Nate if he's all right. And Alan Ball actually says on the commentary, yes, I'm all right. The wound on my head has completely disappeared. <laughs> uh, uh, so, uh, yeah, he thanks Nate for being for making Tracy sign the contract. And then he thanks him for staying and helping him run the business. And Aww. we realize, oh, this is a, this is a season finale here, isn't it? <laughs> oh, come on. Nate breaks down. It was sweet. Okay. Move. You didn't call him a sissy, did you? I did. Well, I did. I did. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I broke down a little bit so too. Stop like, crying, you big fat sissy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they they he he pulls it together really quick, and Rico tells him that Tracy won't go up, won't come downstairs, mm-hmm. and uh, Nate says he's going to take care of it, and I think what he say he's going to like knock her out or something and drag her down here or something. I forget what he says. Mm. Yeah, my uh, nobody else's notes are that detailed. Nope. Okay. No. <laughs> Next scene is what Alan Ball says. This scene between Nate and Tracy perfectly encapsulates thematically what Six Feet Under is all about. So <laughs> Nate finds Tracy on the sun porch and she tells Nate that her aunt was the only one that was ever there for her she never felt this alone. She was alone before, but now she feels even more alone, like a deeper level of alone loneliness. Um, right there asks, with you, Tracy. Right yeah. there with you. And she asks uh, Nate, why do people have to die? And Nate says... To, to make, make life, life important. Important, yeah. None and of us know how long we've got, which is why we need to make each day matter. Go and ahead. I told you she was a funeral junkie. <laughs> One of those well, people who go to funerals just yeah. to go to funerals. Yeah. And well, I, I didn't get this reference before, um, but uh, on my other podcast, Movie Snobbery, which is now hosted by Matt Loves, Matt Loves TV, uh, Movie Snobbery 2 now. Uh, subscribe, everybody. Um, <laughs> I had to plug something. Come on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, see... Stephanie oh, yeah? Well, I'm going to be Carol guesting on Carney Cast, so there. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'll be on there sooner. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, so Steph, Steph had me watch Harold and Maude on that podcast, and I never got the whole... Never you know, seen it. In, yeah. Uh, anybody seen it? I have So, oh. do they, oh, like, in Harold and Maude, do they go to, like, funerals just to go to funerals? Yeah, Maude likes going to funerals. Mm. Okay. Because I know, like, in Fight Club, you know, she goes to the, um, what's it called, uh, 
Yeah, that's the, yeah, the, groups, the you know? group therapy yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, Tracy. Um, tra- oh wait, the, Nate says that aunt, the her aunt had a life well lived and it was the most that any of us could ever hope for. And um, Tracy asks Nate if she's if he's married, <laughs> and he says uh, <laughs> sort of. Um. And Alan Ball says here that uh, Nate has learned that the most you can do at these moments is just be there for them, and that the quality of his that quality of his totally makes up for all his weaknesses. So, um, and the last scene, Rico invites everyone in, and the party starts, and we have uh, the end of season celebrating new life in in the funeral home in the place of death, and. Uh, Ellen Ball says that Freddy's son Giancarlo played Julio, and the character who was four is all of a sudden seven. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so Nate joins the party and smiles as he sees Rico letting David hold his baby boy, Re- Ruth smiling and chatting it up with Brenda, Claire relaxing with Gabe, and then Brenda comes over and asks him what's up, and he says he's just thinking about how lucky he is. And then we go to Nathaniel who's looks on from the staircase smiles all of a sudden has a little bit of sadness in his eyes and then walks up the stairs did he get his wings is he going off to heaven so that we don't have to have ghost dad anymore <laughs> um, I'm actually- uh, excuse me nathaniel needs to win a few more fishers of the week before uh, ever going away so oh my God. i'll pick him every week if he goes away <laughs> oh my gosh Oh, she's a ghost hater. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna tell you guys. I'm gonna tell you guys something that might surprise you. This scene I thought was very sweet and moving because <gasps> you know it's a funeral home. There's always so much death there, and it was like you know a happy celebrating this baby, celebrating this life, and Nate, you know, with his more, uh, you know, his death in front of him possibly you know looking at his his family and his family that are happy at this particular moment in time there's some joy uh each one of them you know has a little bit of joy and he's just looking at them and just you know that was sweet and moving (laughs) great wow well that's the end of season one (laughs) and the end of you mooing cut it out (laughs) (laughs) you didn't say I couldn't at least you're asking in the form of a question Trebek would be very happy with that Um, moo? moo? I'll take cow noises for 400 Alex (laughs) what is moo? I'll take your mother for 400 Alex (laughs) (laughs) All right, so the end of season one, end of the season finale. Finally, uh, we get. Good, because I need to leave soon. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, You you have to leave soon. Kinda, but anyway, let's just keep going. (laughs) Uh, All right, so let's get on to our Fisher of the Week, and let's start off with our guest. (laughs) Yes, Gabby. What is your Fisher of the Week? I really and truly debated all day over this. Well, you are a master of it. <laughs> no! Did you so, decide before we started recording, or did you wait? Um, 
eh, I think I kind of figured it out about 30 seconds ago. And <laughs> what I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm going to go with David is my Fisher of the Week for for his um the fantastic scene that happened in the church and his coming out but not coming out um to the congregation. Excellent. Excellent. Uh Des? Okay. I chose Ruth as my picture of the week. Because some because of the she got some. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. That's what I was gonna say. Because <laughs> Um, also because she was just um, very she has changed a lot since the pilot you know she was very meek more you know what I mean she's 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 not taking no shit these days I -hmm. like that I do and she just she seems like she's doing okay she when you know Hiram was telling her about the other woman and she's like well okay you know okay i'm not gonna she's not gonna let a man dictate her life anymore i think is what the what the you know mm-hmm. go sister go sister mm-hmm. speaking of sisters go mora <laughs> i i struggle with this one too i was Bouncing back and forth like a ping pong ball, mm-hmm. trying to decide which one, which one, which one. And in the end, I am going with Ruth. Woohoo! Because Ooh, I she got some. <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> although that was nice. I, I did, I, ha- I had a great admiration for David and his journey and standing up for himself in front of the congregation for all the reasons that Gabby just said. Mm-hmm. I think that was awesome. Um, but I really enjoyed watching Ruth finally become a 20th century woman. I know we're in the 21st now. Oh, I guess she was in the 21st, right? It was filmed in the 21st. Yeah. So a 21st century woman, and she looked so almost ethereal and beautiful, and she held her own against Hiram and went for what she wanted and followed her heart, and all of that stuff is awesome. For it a woman was, who was so repressed and never followed her heart. You're saying exactly what I was trying to say, only more eloquently. Thank you. <laughs> High five, Daz. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I'm going to have to say, well, we already know there's no shots. Gabby picked David. So, you know. uh, We know you picked David because you love David. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say Nate. And uh, I know you guys were thinking about doing, saying Nathaniel. He he wasn't even shirtless or scruffy. (laughs) That is not a criteria I follow by, just so you know. Well, that's think. Like like Alan Ball said, that last scene like perfectly encapsulates what Six Feet Under is all about. I think uh, uh, Nate really has come to a, a, a big signpost in his life here, and uh, we'll we'll see where he goes from here. But um, I, you know, I think he's finally. Uh, I don't know. I, I I there's this is a moment that uh, yeah, it's I don't want to say too much. So I'll just like. <laughs> Yeah, I a like bit of a pivotal turning one. point, maybe? Pivotal turning point, yes. Just go with Moo. When all else Moo. fails, just yeah, go with Moo. 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 I have, I, can I ask a question? No. Sure. <laughs> can I? Yes. yes, you may. Anybody get the impression that Nathaniel dying may have been the best thing for Ruth and her development yes. as a human being? Yes. Yes, definitely. <laughs> I hope that Brady doesn't wondering. get the same idea. 
<laughs> Suddenly feeling my own mortality. It's, it depends, though. I mean, is is Brie a wife for you like Ruth was a wife for uh, Nathaniel Sr.? You know, the the never worked, um, stayed home with the children, and really had her... She actually is home with the daughter now, so... Uh, yes, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, not always, though. All right, well, let, let's let's move on to listener eulogy, shall we? Sure, why not? <laughs> it's your favorite part, Moira. I know. Would you like me to read one? Um... <laughs> Actually, let me take the first one here. We have one from John Teddy, in that, who writes for the Onions AV Club, who I actually saw that he was writing articles and for Six Feet Under, and uh, he did pretty much covered this the first season um, in about the same time we were covering the first season. So I thought I'd shoot him off an email saying, "Hey, just so you know, we're doing kind of the same thing over here, but not in like written form." And he actually just did it as a summer project for the AV Club, and he's going to probably cover season two next summer. So, um, But he said, said uh, thanks for the email, and he says, for refer- and for referring me to your podcast, I gave the new person episode a listen this afternoon, and I had a great time. I was so delighted to hear people having fun with this great show. So um, I did invite him being a, to be a guest but um, he says that he's taking a break from Six Feet Under until season two in this next summer. Like I said, echo. <laughs> echo. Moo. <laughs> he says, however. <laughs> echo. Echo. I'm going to love editing this. <laughs> All right, so he says, however, while you may not have gained a guest, you have gained a listener, so keep having fun, and uh, thanks for showering more attention on what is, despite its accolades, still an underappreciated show. So thank you, John, for writing us, and uh, yeah, definitely check his stuff out uh, at johnteddy.com. Also, uh, he writes for Eurogamer G4 Paste. I was pretty thrilled that he decided to uh, check check our show out, so anyway, uh, so... Moira, did you have an email yourself? Yeah, we've got one here from Steph Smith, who we love. Excellent. Hello, FisherCast. Of course, one of our fishers would be forced to deal with their own mortality in the end of season one. It makes perfect sense. This is such a beautifully written series. The image of Nate Sr. ascending the stairs in the ending scene was just beautiful. Such a great ending for the season. Yeah. I still hate Brenda. Come on. The woman has no intention of discussing marriage with Nate. She only was searching for a fight. Mm-hmm. I like that Ruth has set boundaries in her new relationship with Nikolai. Not that I think she'll stick to them. I disagree. It looks like Claire is in for serious heartbreak with Gabe. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. I've enjoyed most of all watching David as a Christian deal with and accept his sexuality. I've never seen anything quite like it or this on TV before. I disagree. Not with the not seeing it on, but enjoying watching that. (laughs) (laughs) This series has been a joy so far to watch. Thanks, guys, for letting me go on the journey with you. Thanks, Steph. Thanks, Steph. I have to say, I, uh, I did enjoy it. 
Okay. <laughs> you did enjoy what her email? Yes. I, 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 watching the journey. <laughs> watching the journey. Watching and seeing the him journey. as a Christian dealing with it. Oh, see, I don't because I don't really care about religion. So. Okay. It means little to me. By your command. Exactly. Do you have an email you want to read, Des? Exterminate. I'll read Claire's. Okay, Claire. Okay. Hi, FisherCast. Wow. Hi. <laughs> wow, we are at the end of Series 1 already. It's called Seasons in America, Claire. <laughs> Not series. Um, anyways, time has flown by. You guys have done an awesome job so far, and I can't wait to hear what you think of the season finale. First off, this episode gets big bonus points for mentioning my favorite film of all time, Harold and Maude. Poor Tracy. She's irritating, crazy, hilarious, and breaks my heart. Parker, on the other hand, just plain irritates me. I think it's the actress. She irritated me on Jake 2.0, and she irritates me here, which is probably the reason that Crossroads is my least favorite season one episode. And you spelled favorite wrong, too, Claire. You added a U. Oh, Ooh. We, we careful. The U is the only way to go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Even when Billy is in the hospital medicated and seemingly apologetic <laughs> to Brenda, I still find him emotionally manipulative, which is why I still think that his behavior, also spelled wrong, <laughs> can't entirely be blamed on his condition. Also, rubbing her hair and saying, you're so beautiful, Creepy. <laughs> after, after last week, it's good to see that Federico seems to be attempting to make amends with David. Nate's first reaction to seeing Brenda injured after the accident was, is she dead? He is so scared of death. How do you think this fear will affect his coping with the news that he has a possibly life-threatening illness? Poor Nate, you can't outjog this no matter how much you try. Hmm. Ruth is an independent woman. Destiny's In all child. caps, all caps. Yes. <laughs> Destiny's child would be proud of her. Smiley face. Oh, I didn't know Inky. Destiny had a child. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, she's the stripper down the road. <laughs> she's got a couple, actually. Um, Entering so- the stage, Destiny's <laughs> child. Yeah. Uh, so the best. She's my cherry pie. <laughs> Destiny is a stripper. Her child is Destiny's child. Her uh, child is not stripping. <laughs> but she might be later on. <laughs> I figured we were flash-forwarding to the future and discussing yeah, that. Give the kid a few more years. All right. Okay. So the best moment of the episode has to be David noticing that stained-glass window, right? <laughs> the fact that Marcus appears to him after his empowered speech, smiling and not beaten up, is also a great moment. This episode also gets multiple awesome points for having Nathaniel in it. High fives, Robin. <laughs> what up? <laughs> I really like the episode, but it's not my favorite season finale. I would... Uh, she got season right there. <laughs> we don't put yous in the word season. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I mean she didn't say series finale. <laughs> Okay, I would have to award it a solid seven and a half chip caskets out of ten. Can't wait till season two. Claire, happy face. Thanks, Claire. All right, well, I get the pleasure of reading Brad Couples. Right. I'm so glad to have uh, Brad listening, and uh, he's a really funny guy. Check out. 
Twin Peaks cast and the Ramjack podcast. <laughs> Ramjack's hilarious. It is hilarious. It is. It's sitting on my iPod. I need to listen to it. it, it uh, I'm two episodes behind, but it's still hilarious. Their Mr. Belvedere talk is hilarious. <laughs> Gosh, as soon as I heard that, I was like, I need to listen to this. You must. You must. <laughs> All right. He says, literally just finished watching this episode. He actually emailed this in at uh, uh, 9 o'clock tonight. So... Um, just, uh, just a while ago. Um, he says, quick thoughts. Hey, Rico, you don't get to ask favors after your homophobic outburst last episode. Oh, you see the Fishers as a family now that need a place that, that you need a place to have a party? Nope. Cannot play with it. Cannot win with it. Cannot. Okay. <laughs> also, who brings a gun to a moo party? Yikes. Moo. Uh, <laughs> no. Oh, I gotta try doing Brad's, uh, Brad's voice. Even though I enjoyed (laughs) civil dismissal of him, I do desperately hope Ed Begley Jr. isn't gone for good. Nah. He's like an old-time sports announcer. He does his old-timey voice. I'm trying to do it. Oh, okay. I'm glad to see that... I'm, now I'm now I'm being self-conscious about that. I'm just it was good. It. Keep going. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad to see David is finally manning up and shaking things up with the church. That's a solid first step. <laughs> Overall, great episode. Looking forward to the next season. If you have any free guest spots down the pike, I'd love to get in on the shenanigans. Shenanigans. <laughs> yes, and but can he moo? <laughs> yeah. Moo. Moo. Uh... <laughs> So, he's gonna uh, edit out every single move he better <laughs> not he better not no, i don't have that much time to or edit, i will so. do it every episode every like minute so that he has no way to edit them all out. <laughs> oh my gosh let's get on to our last rights yay all right so uh <laughs> All right, Gabness. Yes. Gabness. Gabness. What? Like Katniss, but more Gab. <laughs> okay. I've got a hunger game for your rating. Bring it. Wow, that sounds so dirty. <laughs> I'm, I'm reading it right now. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm, I'm not, and I haven't. <laughs> so I don't get your jokes. <laughs> oh. Jeez. Just moo at him, Gabby. Moo at him. <laughs> exactly. Moo. You know how to deal with me. Thank you. Moo. All right. So, what's your what's your rating? I'm going to give it nine out of ten inappropriate. <laughs> um, inappropriate. Um, um. I'm so tired right now. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's almost over. I don't remember that in the episode. <laughs> Wait a minute. Des, just hold her and tell her she's beautiful. (laughs) Yeah, right. Okay. This is one of my favorite episodes. Mm -hmm. Um, I give it 9 out of 10 inappropriate. Um, I can't say it again. Stained glass windows. Stained glass windows. (laughs) Excellent. Moira. You, you say that like you're so surprised I'm here. <laughs> Moira, you still the way still oh, I'm just yawning and stretching. Don't mind me. <laughs> okay. I really enjoyed this episode as well. Um, nice, nice season wrap up. 
I like them leaving us hanging with Nate's fate. That's kind of cool. Nate's fate. They've wrapped up some things, opened some doors with Ruth and Nikolai's relationship. You know, hopefully Ed Begley's hitting the road. We never have to see him again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, um, but I would like to see Nathaniel Sr. back, unlike Dez, so I hope he does come back. I will give this... Richard Jenkins for the win. Yeah, I will give this uh, 9 out of 10 drops of holy amber liquid. Ooh. <laughs> well, Dez. Okay. Um, I like the episode. Um, I like the fact that it... Um, wasn't too big of a cliffhanger because I really can't stand season finales <laughs> that are cliffhangers. You know, I mean, the cliffhanger was very mild um, because apparently, you know, he's he's not going to die in the next few days, so um, that's okay. But um, I like that. Or is he? Oh no! We come How back to season know? two. And he's dead. Um, first <laughs> death of season two. No, um, I liked. Uh, I liked Ruth and Nikolai getting it on. That was fun. I like brown chicken, brown cake. Yeah, <laughs> I liked uh, Moo. I liked Nate. Uh, Nate. I liked David um, being a little more um, open and you know willing to fight for his right to party right. gay. <laughs> to, to party gay. Okay. Um, and I. Um, yeah. Fight for his right to shove his gay rights down your throat. Yes, <laughs> shove it right down your throat. Um, so that was fun. Uh, <laughs> now I'm all distracted. Um, okay, it was it was a good episode. No. I give it <laughs> I give it an eight out of ten uh, beer cows. No. Okay, so. Uh, I don't have much more to add to this. I did a lot of talking this episode and uh, I think I got most of my opinions out. So I'm just going to say I'm going to give it a eight out of 10 resplendent for seasons of Fisher cast. Hmm. Oh, it's definitely a great, it's, it's a great feeling to say we're, we're done with the first season. We're a fifth of the way there. And uh, I have um, a few um, different stats to give to you guys. But first we have to say good night and goodbye to good. the Gabby. No! If she wants to go. The Gabness. The Gabness. The Gabosity. The Gabception. Oh my god. You just got Gabcepted. The Gabinator. I was going to say that. Uh, it's been gabtastic. It has. <laughs> it's been gabical. <laughs> well, thank you so much for having me on again. Mm-hmm. Really love it, and uh, maybe you know, maybe next time we'll get more chatty. You know, <laughs> there's only so much I can say. <laughs> Give her more beer, although she's All right. not that's, that's the thing. Babes, you know? <laughs> I didn't drink enough. Oh you spent most of the time drinking. That's what it was. You're like, yeah, whatever. Uh, drink, drink, drink. I, I can spoil stuff all over the place, but I'm no. not going to. Okay, more <laughs> mooing. How about that? I will totally, I promise next time I'm on, I'll moo so much more. No! <laughs> I'll moo in different octaves. Oh, boy. So, we could do a round of mooing. 
ムームームームームームー Definitely want to do a little bit of a season one wrap up、okay. with、uh, Moira and Dez. So awesome. Well, thank you. You, you, you saying goodnight? Okay. I am good saying goodnight. 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 I, good I believe. Thank you so much. And I'm sure I'll talk to you all again some other time. Yes.、Oh, definitely. Yes. Soon. Bye. Bye. Yes. Bye. 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 <laughs> okay. I'm really going now. Bye. Okay. And fade to black. <laughs> So great.、Um, uh, we're that's pretty much it for the、uh, review and recap of Knock Knock, the season one finale. But we did talk last week about、um, our stats and、uh, the possibly calculating different things from all the ratings and fishers of the week that we've done all season. And I actually sat down and pulled it all together for us.、Oh, so.、Cool. I have what's what I like to call our season one Fisher stats.、So. We should have like applause or something there, right? <sighs> okay. The production value of this is going to be enormous.、Um, <laughs> all right, so I have、uh, four Fisher stats for each of us, including our guests, and.、Um, And、uh, maybe, I don't know, it'd be kind of fun to guess at it. Let me just go down the line here first.、Uh, the first one is favorite episode. Now, the guest's favorite episode, the highest rated episode, was a 10 out of 10. And that was for A Private Life. And that was Claire's rating.、Mm-hmm. Now, Des, what do you think was your favorite episode of season one? It was that one、um, that I thought was funny. <laughs> I don't know what it was called or what it was、uh, about. You I know, just... I mentioned, I, I, I thought to myself, I got to send them a list of the episode titles, but.、Um, yeah, that probably would have helped. I didn't、um, quite do that. The, was it the one after Crossroads, maybe? Life's Too Short with the.、Uh, the, talk, the, the bear and the ecstasy, ecstasy trip and all that? I don't know. I don't think it's that one. I don't remember. I just, I don't know. Okay. Well, it was actually a tie.、Um, we, you gave both of these episodes a 9 out of 10. What? And yeah.、Uh, so your tie is between Familia and a private life. Okay. I don't I remember、bet. what they were about. <laughs> <laughs> well, a private life was last week's episode, and Familia was, was all、one. about the gang one. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, Moira, I'm pretty sure you know what your favorite episode of the season was. It was, was. A Private Life, I think. Yeah, you yeah. gave your first 10 out of、yep. 10 last week. Yep. yep. That being、mine. just a week ago, I of course remember that. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> that was、mine's, years ago. <laughs> mine's <laughs> a three way tie, actually, of course, because I love giving out 10 out of 10s, and I gave one to Pilot, one to The Room, and one to A Private Life. So, least favorite episode.、Um, The least rated episode, the lowest rated episode of this entire season for the guest was by Missy. Missy gave a 7 out of 10 to the new person, which was the、uh, episode where we meet, was it Angela?、Uh, yes, yes.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. Calamari Farts episode.、Um, Des, what do you think what was your least favorite episode? <sighs> the Room, or whatever it was called. The one the about. Room, the- Is that what it was called? The, the one with、uh, 
all the Nate Senior. Nate Senior stuff because you hate Nate Senior. Hey, them. I just don't care. Nope. Actually, you gave a five out of ten to this episode. Oh, is it the one with the new girl? (laughs) No person. No. Is the foot? (laughs) Why did I rate that one so low? I'm wondering at myself, looking back, but. uh, uh, Moira, you also gave a 5 was, out of yeah, 10. Yeah, I know it was your... a 5 out of 10, and now I'm trying to remember what episode it was. You guys liked it, and I didn't. I remember that. But I honestly uh, can't remember. I, it was definitely a, an episode where the more we discussed about it, the more we started not liking a certain character. Probably Brenda. I, I don't remember which one it was. I remember me hating it way more than you guys, but I don't remember what it was. Brotherhood. What was that it about? Was... It was the episode about the army guy and uh, oh, yes. doing yeah. what he thought was the right thing. Oh, yeah. We, yeah, were, yeah. we, we had a big discussion on whether what he did was right or wrong. Yeah. yeah. My least favorite episode was a 6 out of 10, and it was The Trip, which was <laughs> a horrible episode to have going on while uh, yeah. <laughs> your wife is in her last stages of pregnancy. Um, so... Uh, the third one we ha- I have here is favorite Fisher. So for our guests, um, our guests we their their favorite Fisher was David. David was voted Fisher of the Week five times by our guests this season. Wow! And it's actually a tie between Ruth and Nate for only one vote of being a favorite Fisher this season. So from the guests, fa- for, yeah, yeah, from the guests for least favorite Fisher. So oh. Des. What do you think your favorite Fisher was this season? I'm going to say Nate. Nate, okay. But I may be wrong. It may be Ruth. Hmm. Well, um, I, of course, also know that I did count all the votes from today. Um, yeah, Ruth was your favorite Fisher with five times you gave her Fisher of the Week. What did who Nate th- have? How many? How many? Well, I'm going to ask you, who do you think was your least favorite Fisher? Uh, Claire. Claire? Nope. Nope. If it's Nate, I'm going to just be annoyed. I'm going to start picking him every week just because I, <laughs> I like him the best. No, it was David. David got two votes. Uh, Ruth got five votes. Nate and Claire were tied for three, and you gave David two. Okay, pick more Nate. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Moira, um, you actually had a tie for your favorite oh, picture. I figured Ruth was up there. I think Ruth mm-hmm. and David. That's right. Mm-hmm. They yeah. both got four votes. Who do you think your least favorite was I then? I think Claire. Well, if, yeah. unless you count Nathaniel Sr. because I never voted for him. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not putting his, his name down for okay. zero. So I think Claire. <laughs> yeah, Claire got two votes and Nate got three votes. So. <laughs> Um, you were pretty uh, diligent about spreading the wealth, I think. With, uh, <laughs> that many equal opportunities spread. Yeah. yeah. Um, of course, my favorite is Nate. He got five votes from me. Uh, David got three votes from me. Ruth and Claire both got two votes from me. And, of course, Nate Sr. had that one vote. From me. I thought you loved David best. Have I misunderstood? Uh, according to this, I liked Nate the best, <laughs> and, and and it's not just saying you know I like him best in the show. It's just I just liked him best this season. It could be different next season. See, I think the reason why you pick Nate the most is because he's always got his shirt off. Right, that's probably it. That's exactly yeah. how I rate these episodes. I, it's that, it's that secret. It. <laughs> it's the other side of your personality that you don't want to admit to. We understand. It's okay. Okay, so I took all the. Uh, <laughs> Um, all the uh, ratings from each episode uh, and made a nice little average here. So I'll just start off saying 
season one, the guests, all the stats, uh, give it a, a season rating of eight out of 10. Um, what do you think your rating was Des? or maybe you can just say what you, what you think season one gets as a rating. And then I'll tell you what you actually thought. Okay. I will <laughs> give it, I will give it an eight out of 10 An eight out of 10. Mm-hmm. Actually, it is a seven out of 10. For mm. You. Mm. Well, you know, in hindsight, I'm going to give it a little more. <laughs> Okay, okay. She's softening up as time goes on. I've noticed this. Damn. <laughs> you are. Getting uh, almost <gasps> human. Almost. Not quite, though. <laughs> All right. Moira, what do you think? I'm guessing an 8 out of 10. It, uh, you also gave a 7. <gasps> really? It must have been that 5 that seven, pulled yeah. us down. Pulled the yeah. stats way down. I actually tie with the guest I gave it an 8 out of 10. Hmm. So that's our Fisher stats. And uh, the only thing I really wanted to do before we ended this, excuse me, before we buried this bitch, (laughs) um, was to give you some season two teases. Now, I'm not one to give out spoilers, but I do like to hint a little bit. So I'm going to give you... Are you going to tell us stuff like, um, David wears a blue shirt? No, <laughs> no, Dave and if has a shirt off, <laughs> it, or how about um, they introduce an entirely new major character to the series? Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> uh, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't get if I was to say something like that. I would say I would, I wouldn't say like this is who he, who he or she is, no, and no. this is what his motive, his or her motivation is, or you know, anything like that. Um, so I, um. Just First off, you, are you, just are you guys... by the way, you sounded like Chris Colkey. Uh, <laughs> amazing. Just, uh, amazing. That's Colleen. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, um, all right. First off, are you, are you guys okay with me teasing you a little bit yeah, yeah, for season fine. two? Yeah, like as it. long as you don't get too detailed. I won't just don't poke detailed. the bear. You can tease yes. her, but don't poke her. <laughs> okay. And of course, you know, just to let everybody know, feel free to skip ahead to the next chapter if you don't want any sort of knowledge whatsoever about season two. Okay. All right. So my season teases are, first off, there are 50 episodes left. Okay. That's not much of a tease uh, for season two, but it's just, you know, hey, we have 50 episodes left. <laughs> okay. The next one, David had a big secret in season one, and now Nate has one in season two. And I was going to ask you guys, who will Nate tell first? I'd like to actually get a who Nate will tell first, uh, get it written down, and we'll see who's right by the time Nate opens up to. It might be episode one of season two. It might be episode nine. It might not even happen in season two. What do you guys think? Who would Nate tell first? Wow, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping he would tell Brenda first, but... Well, would you put money down on it? Yeah, that seems too obvious, doesn't it? Uh, I'm going to uh, I'm gonna guess David. David? Okay. Yep. I wouldn't Des- put money down on anything because I'm horrible at predicting this kind of stuff. <laughs> well, but money's not at stake, but I'm going to tell you it's going to be a lot... It'll be a lot more interesting if you pick somebody other than David because that way we, you both have different choices. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was not going to pick David. I would, okay. You know, you would think Brenda, but I'm going to go with Claire. Claire, okay. Yes. All right, well, we'll find out in season two if it happens at all. Okay, so uh, moving on. Uh, we Just so you know, David's going to uh, start uh, – 
finding out what it's going to be like to be a gay man out of the closet. This is this some of this stuff is kind of like yeah. Duh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um Claire is going to start thinking about her future despite some troublesome relationships she has with Gabe and Parker. Mm-hmm. Um this is a good one that's more mysterious. Ruth begins repairing her house. Hmm. Mm. Oh, I I I I like this one. Just when you thought you had Brenda figured out, dot, dot, dot. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh God. <laughs> um, all right. We're going to find out. We're going we're gonna to have some more Keith. We're going to find out a little bit more about Keith. Keep uh, it at that. Good. I'm happy about that. I okay. like Keith. We're going to meet a couple of old flames. Mm-hmm. Dot, dot, dot. Um, if you're a Buffy slash potential cast fan, I'll say... Mitzi is to the mayor as the Fishers are to the Scooby Gang, as Nate as uh, Gilardi is to Mister Trick. <laughs> okay, so right. Mit- Mitzi is pulling the the strings on Gilardi. She's the big bad. In my in my final tease, a gag from the first season will return very shortly. What All a right, severed so. foot. Hmm. I, hope, I hope not. <laughs> It'd be pretty rotten by now. That's probably why I got a five because friggin' severed feet. Yeah, severed anything doesn't work for you, does it? No. <laughs> All right. Well, mm. before before we um, bury this bitch, I just want to also mention that next week, season two, um, uh, we will begin. Uh, doing promos during during our episode, and we're gonna we're, we we want to support other intro casts that uh, do the same kind of format. Uh, and our potential cast started at all. We're probably gonna throw a potential cast uh, promo in our first episode, I would say. But um, don't be worried if all of a sudden we break to promos. Uh, we're not gonna be you know probably selling Audible anytime soon here. But uh, we do want to support <laughs> other uh, uh, other intro casts, and uh, we hope that uh, the favor is returned. So. I look forward to that. And obviously, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, I look forward to finding out about more awesome podcasts you should listen to. So, um, <laughs> let's... Uh, oh, wait. One more thing. <laughs> Go to the Facebook group. In the Facebook group, I'm going to probably post all the stats from Season 1. Um, nice. Everything, everything uh, what the Fisher of the Week was, what our oh, ratings cool. were, and what more funny enough what our actual rating scales were uh, <laughs> that might be fun to see <laughs> uh, for instance uh let's see for the for uh what was it double uh, vagina koalas i remember that double, dual vagina <laughs> koalas from crossroads yes uh, uh uh seven out of ten shrunken testicles uh <laughs> The time that uh, Dez and Moira both said eight out of ten hour-long orgasms. <laughs> well, that's a very important thing. Yeah, extremely important. <laughs> also, um, go to the go to the forums once the or excuse me forums the Facebook group. <laughs> wow, how retro! <laughs> retro. Uh, in the Facebook group, will also be. I'm gonna also as soon as this episode is posted, I'm gonna probably post a little um, doc listing the episodes for season two. And I'm going to start taking reservations for uh, new people to be on season two. Pick only one episode to guest on or else, else if I see your name on there twice, I might have to delete uh, delete you once. Um, but I want to stress this. I really want some more newbies on here. And the more talkative you are, the 
the better, more fun we'll have with you. Okay? Not, so. not, not Tracy talkative. Okay, just to clarify. <laughs> not crazy Tracy talkative, but talkative. <laughs> and can we get some, can we get some guy guests? Preferably some hot shirtless guy guests. Fellas, scruffy, get scruffy. on here. <laughs> With if you're scruffy, then you're in. <laughs> <laughs> all right so yeah basically i just want to say get to the facebook group you're gonna find out all that stuff as soon as oh and also i'm gonna um once this episode's posted i'm gonna uh, post the first of the uh season promos that hbo made for six feet under and uh and i'll post the one for season two which is uh which is great they're 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 all so good and i can't wait to post each one of them but cool. obviously i don't want to spoil anything but uh, they're all basically just like short films. They don't like show, at, you know, um, uh, scenes from later episodes. They just they're just like a little short film, or like a, maybe almost like a music video with our with our favorite fishers in in them. So, um, okay, so let's bury this bitch, shall we? <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> I think we have to whack her over the head first with a shovel. And then we <laughs> Des. Oh crap! I gotta get up. Um, uh, <laughs> okay. Um, uh, no. What? <laughs> visit us at fishercast.blogspot.com. Leave a voicemail at one five four one two embalm. Visit us on Facebook. Or email us at fishercast one at gmail dot com, and also send us an email if you want to guest for an episode. And uh, just, we didn't we didn't say this, but we, uh, we definitely will find Gabby on potential cast. And Des, is there anything we want to announce here now? Or crap! By the time this by the time this episode comes out next Tuesday, should... next next Tuesday, like <laughs> this coming Tuesday, this coming Tuesday. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, never mind. <laughs> never mind. Next next week. Next week we maybe Gabby will have a new project. Maybe. Okay. Well, stay tuned to uh, Gabby's Twitter at BraWatch, and of course, your Twitter. Do you mean me or Des? Yeah, <laughs> yeah obviously Des. But oh, okay, uh, she's see asleep. See the Catherine. No, I didn't know if you meant me or you or what. <laughs> well, he always announces my Twitter. So I the one, the one that's involved with Gabby in this uh, special project, perhaps. Oh, yeah. I just I thought, okay. All right, so, and uh, of course, you can find uh, Moira playing Beer Cow with Dink and Red, Right Said Fred. <laughs> and uh, and you can, of course, follow her on Twitter at Moira Brown with an E. And Moira has a secretary, so if you leave any tweets for her, uh, they take notes. She'll take notes and get it to Dr. Brown. Um, I just love the fact, I want a secretary now. I want an office and a secretary. All right, I'm going to act all sorts of cavalier with them. Uh, all right and of course you can find me here and uh upcoming redemption cast um that's is a little bit of a um, a a lull between season three and getting season four of buffy and season one of angel out uh schedules are crazy right now but um we'll be doing that definitely stay tuned for that and that's it for fisher cast can i plug can i plug my other podcast (laughs) Or did I do that too much during the show? I don't know. Is five times enough? Do you think five, maybe six? No. What? No. What's Go all, ahead. What's all the stuff in Daz? Nonsense cast. Move. 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 <laughs> <laughs>
and yeah, oh, I forgot to uh, find me on Twitter, L Robin Nero. And as for knock knock, oh, that's it for Fishercast. I'm I'm getting ahead of myself. Okay, that's it for Fishercast this week. Next week, your homework is in the game. Mm. As for knock knock, we therefore, therefore commit this episode to the ground. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Thanks for sticking around, everybody. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Season two. Good lord. <laughs>